Chapter 46 Westminster Court, London, England, 1695 Would the accused please stand? Marcy stood as the magistrate entered, sweeping his black robe fussily aside as he was seated before peering over the rim of his monocle to eye the infamous mad Marcy Finkel. She looked smaller than he'd expected as she stood before him in gray homespun cloth, her hair pulled into a severe bun. Mrs. the judge read from the parchment in his hands, Finkel, you are being accused of high treason and acts of piracy on the high seas. Marcy had elected, much to the horror of everyone involved, to represent herself in this trial. When she spoke, she tried to emulate what she'd seen on countless televised American law procedurals, leaning forward in her chair over the small table in front of her while pretending to speak into a non-existent microphone. Or, from the jury's purview, speaking softly into the inkpot before her. They accredited this affectation to her French upbringing. Yes, your honor, and I deny all charges. The magistrate scoffed, sniffing. Can you tell us how you came to be a pirate? Leading the witness, Marcy shouted, raising her hand. I object. You object? To what? The magistrate looked to the prosecuting lord and the jury, baffled. The witness, me, was not a pirate. I was abducted by pirates. It is that to which I object, Marcy clarified. I consider myself an entrepreneur. Are you not the mad Marcy Finkel, terror of the high seas, the one who cost our very good English merchants their cargo month after month? I have the poster right here. The magistrate held up a black and cream wanted poster as Marcy's eyes narrowed in rage. That is obviously not me, Marcy protested as the magistrate passed the poster to the constable, who lumbered over to hold it beside Marcy's head in comparison. Everyone in court exclaimed delightedly over the likeness. Though the caricature was eating a baby, had only one ear, buck teeth a prominent exposed horse's ass sagging beneath a sackcloth dress and pig hooves. The magistrate sighed, nodding in agreement, continuing, You admit, then, that you are Marcy Finkel, late of London's North Abbey Reform for Women, ringleader of a band of thieving child hooligans where you were known as the Goat, Attempted murderess of Captain Theodore Maddox, former indentured servant of the crown, turned piratess. My client? <clears throat> Marcy cleared her throat and stood to speak. That being myself, feel that extenuating circumstances will show I only did what had to be done in light of the deplorable transport conditions, an atmosphere of constant sexual harassment, and, quite frankly, rampant abuse of my civil rights as an American. And as my rights were superseded, 
I feel confident this nullifies any contracts I was coerced to sign. Lord Milner, please call your witness. Witnesses were called. First up was Percival, still clutching his testicles in a futile gesture of control and spitting while he spoke. She's a witch, Percival swore with no prompting, taking his seat at the bench explaining to the rapt court how Marcy summoned her pirate ship with a voodoo ritual during the full moon, enchanting Captain Maddox before drinking his blood and throwing his body into the sea, admitting sheepishly, and she shrunk my testicles with a curse she did. That's not why they're small, Marcy balked. Hold your tongue, sorceress, Lord Milner shouted from his seat. You posit this beast is both a pirate and a witch, then, the magistrate probed hopefully. We were rescued from those human traffickers by pirates, Marcy interjected. Objection! The magistrate winced, motioning for her to stop. Mrs. Finkel, I have a report here from Sergeant Frank Tufts of the Royal Navy swearing not only were you responsible for at least 20 vicious attacks on merchant ships in the last four months at sea, you also attempted murder of his own person and have since maligned his character thrice by claiming that he is a pirate. Why would a Navy man lie, pray tell? Because he's a fucking pirate, Marcy screeched clapping her hands with each syllable for emphasis. I am a businesswoman who saw an opportunity. That's it. I only took over management of his vessel because he is a horrible human being and we, the women he'd so graciously saved from Percival's shit-stirrer there, discovered he also planned to sell us for profit. Turns out, all of you suck here. The mood of the court had turned from curious to cruel the jurors and spectators booing openly as Marcy spoke. Is it to your position, Mrs. Finkel, that Sergeant Tufts is not only a decorated naval officer, but also this notorious French pirate one, Francois Dominique, responsible for your moral decline? I find this hard to believe considering the information we have been given. The magistrate frowned, shaking his long white curls in disdain, as he stared down at her. Yes, your highness, that is exactly my position. Please do not address me as such, madam. It is simply my lord. The magistrate cleared his throat and called for Bertram Tufts. The officer testified that his brother Frank was for a time held prisoner by the pirate Mad Marcy Finkel, set adrift at sea to die once she'd tired of torturing him. The final star witness trotted forth by Lord Milner was a spit and polished Henry, he of the child thieves. <laughs> Your name, young sir? The magistrate smiled down at the lad, taking pity on the handsome, strapping youth. Henry, my lord. And what is your surname, young man? He prompted. No last name, my lord. Just Henry, the boy replied hanging his head as he told a woeful fable in which Marcy, already hardened by her whore's life on the streets of Paris, came to London and impressed his naive person into her gang. You liar! You're the ringleader! You recruited me! Marcy cried. Henry stared up at the magistrate, 
his eyes wide and innocent, sniffling. There, there, young sir, the magistrate consoled him paternally. You've been a brave lad, you see. And with guidance, I believe you could leave this cursed path of crime this temptress has led you down and transform yourself into a fine English citizen. Would you like that? Yes, my lord, Henry answered in a small voice, his thin shoulders drooping beneath the clean cambric of his shirt. Henry did have a last name, though, Jennings, and he would, in fact, endeavor to reform himself. However, his ill-defined ambitions would always win out, and after a brief stint being tutored by the kindly magistrate's youngest daughter and impregnating her, Henry would spend the next several years in the Royal Navy. From that, he would revert back to a life of petty crime, rapidly expanding his empire into, coincidentally, piracy, somehow taking over the governance of New Providence to great notoriety and success. Escaping the maudlin fate of most true pirates, Marcy included, and defying all scales of cosmic justice, Henry Jennings would end his days with a royal pardon, a very wealthy plantation owner in Bermuda. All true, by the by. Last words, Mrs. Finkel, before I sentence you to hang, the magistrate finished coldly. Marcy thought for a moment, leaning down one final time to address her pretend microphone. May the record state that this is some bullshit and I would like to speak to someone in charge about an appeal. <laughs>